This is Sell More Floors. Sell More Floors. Never lower your price. Always add value. And here's your hosts, Cameron Garver. Cameron Garver. And so I think you guys might have inadvertently killed somebody in the room. <laughs> Corey Henson. Corey Henson. I'm here to have a good time. And Cody Toland. Cody Toland. Buckeyes and Fudge. Wolfpack Equipment, your premier lineup of concrete preparation and dust extraction equipment. Join the pack today and kill the competition. Hey, what's up, shitbirds? How you doing? Uh, welcome to Somewhere <laughs> wow. Been a couple uh, wow. since we had a serious episode. Big Daddy CG got a vasectomy, <laughs> so I was out of the office for two days last week, sitting on a bag of peas, but I am back, and I am ready to talk some shit. So, real quick, do yeah. you think, like, the vaccine played a role in you wanting to get those balls chopped off? Yeah, or? immediately after I got the vaccine, I had an overwhelming urge to vote for Biden and get a vasectomy. It was like bang, bang. It's like oh, one yeah. or one and two. And yeah. then, wow. And then, yeah, now I'm, you know, wearing rainbow-colored clothes. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not saying they're connected. <laughs> it's just a weird coincidence. That's just a very, very odd coincidence, I yeah. think. But, I no, um, yeah, it wasn't that bad, though, I guess. I mean, I, honestly, I don't know what ever – a lot of people say it's not that bad, but, I mean, it, they try to – they get my expectations really low. Mm-hmm. Did you know? they burn it oh, or dude. cut it? Oh, they, Mine they, was they, burnt. They, they cut like it sizzled. and burn it. Ooh. No, I don't – I guess I wasn't down there. I was – so I – you didn't have your phone down there? No, no, no. I, I put my <laughs> headphones in with my podcast. Your and wife didn't watch? She was at work. Oh, jeez. Who were and you listening to as your nuts I was getting? I was listening to uh, The Fighter and the Kid. Oh, okay. And I was listening to Brennan Schaub and all them talk some shit. And then the fucking doctor kept asking me questions. And I'm just like, okay. So then I finally I was just like, fuck it. I'll take my headphones out, I guess. Even though you're literally cutting my balls open and like <laughs> carterizing it. And, your you wife know, wasn't even there for support? No. What the fuck? Man? I ain't no punk ass bitch, dog. Cut me open. Let's go. No, I'm I'm lying. I was nervous. Very oh, nervous. nervous. Very very nervous. I actually had second thoughts when I was I was putting my uh, robe on and, and like sitting in the chair. Like I was like I'm just get up and say I can't do it. Like that legit almost. <laughs> just happened. tell her you got it done. Oh, dude. Like it was rough. I I did not want to do it, but. But um, but then I made like a ton of just inappropriate jokes to like the doctor and the assistant. Like it was funny, but I was kind of pissed because I couldn't listen to my podcast. They kept talking to me, and I was like, "Fuck it!" So I took my headphones off, That's and then the shit. the girl Kayla was her name, I think, or whatever. She she was sitting there down looking, you know, trying to talk to me. Small she talk, hot? no, small talk, things like that, and. Um, and then she just is like sitting there and looks weird, and I was like, "You don't look too impressed," <laughs> is what I said to her. And then her and doctor, the doctor started cracking up, and he he's a foreign guy, so he's like, "That's a very funny, Mister Garver." <laughs> he kept he kept saying that, and then well, you're uh, a large dick. Uh, no, it wouldn't have definitely not that. But at, at one point, like they were putting the the needle, the numbing in, right? Mm-hmm. And they do that twice. He didn't uh-huh. tell me that, right? So I'm bracing for it, and the first time, and I was like, oh, I think you nicked my ball, Doc. I think you nicked my ball. And he just, like, thought that was the funny, like, just that little thing. He was like, like, just cracking up. And then he started to, like, he, you know, was doing something down there. I don't know exactly what he was doing. But then he grabbed another equally large syringe oh. with a bunch of shit in it. And I was like, whoa, what are you doing with that? You just did it. And he's like, I got to do the other side. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Man. But it's done. Um, so, yeah, uh, 
Got two months until your boy's sterile, apparently. You gotta have steady hands as a doctor to oh, sign up dude. to do that. Oh, yeah. Like that'd be. It, it was it, it just having someone operate on your private parts is just such a very very hard thing to accept. <laughs> I was just, well, yeah, I was so numb. vulnerable. Dude. I was numb. Like I yeah. didn't, you know. <laughs> but one point, dude, I I felt him clip, and it hurt. Like it went. He he was putting pressure down, and finally, it clipped. And I was like, dude, I felt that. <laughs> just like that. And the doctor was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was just like, dude, I thought you just numbed me. You just dumped 10 gallons of anesthetic, whatever the shit, to put me down. It didn't work. And I was like, have you ever put anyone down for this procedure? Like, have you ever put anyone under? And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, all the time. And I was like, why didn't you offer me that? He's like, oh, he, I just didn't. I'm just like, oh, cool. I was like, okay. So he was like, yeah, just the other week I had to put a guy down because when I – cut him like to open it up or no he did the shot he's like he screamed <laughs> and he's Man. like i can't give you i can't do this unless you're put under so he had to get put under for the procedure and i was like oh, i just no. apparently struck you as the guy that didn't need yeah when you're shoving needles in my ball sack i don't i can be awake for that <laughs> but like, you're oh, gonna let this yeah, guy you're funny mr this garver guy, keep going he's used to it <laughs> oh <you> yeah dude <laughs> and, dude the doctor though coolest motherfucker for like real. he was cool as shit the whole time and he was just like Oh, you know, no sex for like seven days or whatever, and and I was like, dang, and he's like, I know, dude, I know. <laughs> I like, <laughs> like he was just funny. Like I liked him a lot, but but uh, but that's how I, that's why we haven't been doing the podcast uh, the past couple of days. I think. Did anyone else have an excuse? No. Uh, I was kind of sick. Yeah, yeah, Corey was sick all. You week. were sicker than shit. Yeah. Was, all last week you were like a corpse. Yeah, I was not feeling good. Still not the best. I mean, you look hot. You oh, look thanks. great. So what, what have you? Yeah. What's your, uh, your your remedies been to you know, get healthier? Um, <clears throat> bananas. No, bananas would kill me. I get indigestion from that. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> he's still. I've I've literally worked here for a couple of years, and there's been times where he's just decided to eat a banana despite of it yeah. making him feel like ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you see if I to see if to I see can if your handle change banana yeah. day? <laughs> it's like bananas are good for you, right? Yeah, they, they are. are. They really are. Potassium, and, you know. Yeah. No, I've been doing. Um, uh, a bottle of Dayquil a day. It's great for your liver. A bottle of Nyquil at night. Dude, <laughs> oh last, last, not that whole, not uh, that much, but you know, big doses. But you have uh, been loopy lately. Last, dude, so. last night at three in the morning, I started this cough that was like, you know, crazy loud, and my wife was like, "Get out of the bedroom if you're gonna do this." <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> she kicked you out of bed. <laughs> You're gonna I just this. left because it was it was bad. I couldn't stop. Yeah. I my damn chair is breaking. <laughs> I swear to God, if Steve's fat ass was in this, this thing, this one's not bad. I go. I can leave. Yeah, it. you can have this one. I'm just going to buy me a new one. I'll reclines. literally, I'll, Cody will get on his hands and knees. You can sit on his back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, yeah, I don't know, man, but it, it's been good lately. I mean, I, I think I, for the most part, I think it's been a good uh, atmosphere here at the office, aside oh, yeah. from Corey being mad all the time because he's sick. Yeah, I'm um, mad. <laughs> and you look mad. You sounded mad when he said that. Yeah, you sound <laughs> mad. It's like yeah. my wife. Like, hey, what's the matter? Nothing. I'm fine. I'm oh. fucking fine, Cam. Uh, okay, okay, Dad. I'm sorry. It's like when your dad comes home after working a 12-hour swing and you ask him what he's doing and he snaps at you. 
Like, oh, bye! <laughs> <laughs> that was loud. I'm okay, Cam. Th- throw the ball, Dad. <laughs> oh, you see that wall, son? Go throw it against that. <laughs> I had a good Piece weekend of, of uh, basketball on Saturday. Yeah, your son dropped 28 points Woo! on some motherfuckers. We had a, a, a home game, which you only get one of those a year when you're in sixth grade. That's yeah. crazy. That sucks. That does suck. So you guys do a fuck ton of traveling. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Icky but it was good. Ooey. He popped off like he like he always says. I popped off. There was one. Off. Fu- there was one funny part though. He was getting cocky towards the ends, and he like slant. He slaps the floor when the the you know point guard's coming down. We did it so fast and hard that he flew backwards and fell. <laughs> He was too hype. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And he just looks at me and goes, well, "Why are you gonna do that again?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be to be young and, and ambitious. And, oh, I know. And uh, just having life ahead of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. That's I, that's. I want to uh, die. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you want to die, dude, can you imagine? Yeah, what, tell like, ask us how we feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, like, imagine I'm ready just to hit a tree on the way home. Oh. Jesus, take the wheel, kill my fucking ass. No, it's it, you know. Except for my truck does the automatic thing where it sees the yeah. white line, and it's like and drives over. Yeah. I can't kill myself. Anytime, anytime I turn the fucking car on in the garage anymore, these goddamn hybrids don't get the job done. Yeah, they sh- <laughs> dude, get this shit in my Jeep. I opened the door while I was backing up at night, and my Jeep, it fucking made it stop. No shit. I opened the door, and it's like, automatic braking. <laughs> because I opened the door? Learn to drive, retard. What if that <laughs> I mean, like, who who doesn't open the door while you're driving? I mean, come on. Dude. It was a pretty subtle flex you had over the weekend where you just took a few pictures and said, hell yeah. I've um, had this hey, car for eight months, check but here, really check it awesome out. Jeep I haven't showed you guys. As yet. I'm rolling to hey, work. Hey, you poor fuckers. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm rolling to work in my salted out fucking pilot. <laughs> He's got a fresh ass fucking Jeep. <laughs> My fat ass and a little Civic just getting <laughs> at least uh, like, but but yours offers like fuel economy. Like mine's like neither fuel economy nor sexy. It's just it, kind of like somewhere. In the I know, but yours yeah, is. But you can, I like your it car. It did a lot of storage space you. in there. You know? Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's, it's real great. great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I want a truck, dude. Uh, I want a new yours Tundra. Coming? Well, I guess there was a paper that we're supposed to sign. Oh, oh. Put on the good list. job! Hey. I can't get it anymore. Twenty twenty seven. I can't get. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll probably get like a Ranger or something. Yeah, yeah. they're not making them. No, they, they like capped it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. A, a, I want a new fucking Tundra. Those oh, things those look, sick. Those look really nice. Sexy. Yeah, I'll probably get like Ford Ranger. Like, I, I want a new Corvette. Just boss up and get a big F one fifty. Why? You don't like big trucks? Yeah, well, no, I, you just I, want I don't a pussy boy truck. Yeah, I don't have a problem with big trucks, but like, you know, you're going from like 45 miles a gallon in a fusion to like 18. How so, much do you work, really what drive? works yeah. like two miles from here, your house, yeah. right? How much do you really drive, though? I drive enough to fill up like once a month, you know? Serious? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get great gas mileage. Dude, I fill up when I drive my truck, it's like every five days. Yeah. $110. Yeah, so that, see, that's why I don't want an F1. Good that's God. an F250, though, and I drive it like it's a fucking NASCAR. <laughs> Remember when I got this pulled over true. on I 75 and the cops like, did you know you were doing 90? I said, yeah, I had my cruise set. <laughs> I had my cruise <laughs> set. <laughs> I knew I was doing 90. What's up? 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but like I said, I got a pilot, so there's that. Uh, but no, I, I just yeah, things have been good here. Caleb, how have you been, man? I've been wonderful, man. We've just been, that's we've been killing it, you know. Thanks, Dad. Uh, uh, you know what else is pretty cool? And the Rams won the Super Bowl last oh night. Oh my God! I'm not a Welch. I offered to pay the man the five hundred dollars, and he said no. He said I don't want your money. I would just hold you to it the whole time. Be like, yeah, give me twenty dollars. Well, month. then I was like, because if if the Bengals won or they didn't win, I would. You bet. I somebody. Me and him bet five hundred bucks that the Rams wouldn't win. Like and I bet three months, three months, yeah, months ago, like ago. three months ago, and they ended up winning. The I was season. like, I'll pay you. Yeah, it was during the Rams' three-game losing streak. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something about me, dude. My kids eating is not as important <laughs> as fulfilling that bet. <laughs> integrity. Yeah. That's what I'm telling. Yeah, I got him more. Yeah, no, yeah, no take his money. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm thinking, like, had it been reversed, I would feel really weird about taking Cody's money. He yeah. wouldn't have paid you. Well, no. uh, Cody is a stand-up dude. He would have paid. Uh, I He's already really said he would have paid. Somebody didn't listen to last week's podcast. If, if no. you would have, uh, like, if you would have like hounded me, I would have paid it. But I would have tried not to pay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, well, at least you're honest yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just didn't see it coming. I knew they were good, but it's like, fuck, dude. If someone gives you the odds on, hey. Uh, one team winning the Super Bowl for sure, and it's a neck and neck between like six teams at the time. Like, what the fuck, you yeah. know? I didn't ever thought the Bengals would be there. Oh I my know. god, the no one they did. were there, and the fact that the Bengals made it like a really good—I did not expect it to be that good. The Bengals should have won that fucking game. They gave it was a good game. They gave that game away. I, mean, I don't they even had watch so many opportunities to go down and score and get up two possessions. That, the Rams and they just didn't do yeah, it. The, the biggest thing that surprised down. me though is Fifty Cent got fat. Like Bro, if I had all his money, I'd be. He's like well, okay. It was so depressing <laughs> watching that show. Huge. Why would he hang upside cents. down? Like because the there's a, a music, music video, video. in yeah. the club back, it, it, you know. back in like '04 or '03. He did a music video of that. But the thing is, like, okay, yes, I get it. He's I'm getting fat down, too. Going, I, I really, like, he's, he's muscular. He's I get it. Huge. Yeah, but yeah. the thing about it is, is that was sad. Like, because <laughs> watching Mary J. Blige, like, the only person that looked She's the same thick. was Eminem. Eminem and, and Kendrick kind of looked a little bit Snoop thick. Snoop Dogg looks the same. Say, yeah, Snoop Dogg just has the – but, like, seeing Mary J. Blige and um, Mary Kim, J. Blige. 50 Cent and those guys just blow up. And even uh, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre used to be huge, he yeah. like, like he muscular. Looked, he looked like an old geezer. No, yeah. it kind of is now. Well, yeah, he is. But oh, yeah. like, it was sad. It was like I was just sitting there looking, and I saw Fifty Cent's fat ass hanging upside down, and I was like, "Dude, we're getting old, man." I'm not hating on him because he's Snoop fat. Looks exactly I'm fat the as fuck too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snoop yeah, doesn't Snoop, change. Snoop Dogg's one of the coolest people of all time. He he's really, always the same. That dude just. Oh, he you met just, him. He's like 50, 50 <laughs> years old. He's he just seems up on that nice stage. He's fifty. Yeah, he's fifty exactly. He's fifty and he still has the same move, the same voice, and he's just like, "I'm high. What's up? Dude, I'm high. Did you see that chick touch his shoulder? No. The, t- the chick was like, "These guys are about to go up on stage," and Snoop Dogg and everyone's at their back. They're waiting to go out, and he looked back at her and went. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. My wife is cracking up, but we're we're getting off on a tangent. This is not a fuck round episode. No, no. Yeah. this is a serious. Yeah. Come on, guys, serious. get serious. Serious. Uh, so serious. go ahead. We got a couple of questions. Um, actually, we got a lot of questions, so we better make more episodes because we're falling behind. Go ahead. All right. All right. 
John in Michigan. Hey, John. Yes, with spring closely approaching. It is. How or should I change my marketing for the upcoming spring summer season? Do it now. Now. I am looking to fill my calendar as much as possible. Do it now. now. Double it. Double it. Spin, spin, spin. Fill the pipeline. The one thing we say a lot is like to post a lot on Facebook and just be uh, so here, here's a real, real realization I had not too long ago and thanks for not making fun of my stutter there I, that's the first time that's I've okay. ever stuttered and nobody texting went, my wife Urgh. yeah Cam was <laughs> 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 but, uh, but like what so like here's a realization I had this isn't really an answer to the question my answer is to post about it more and make it like now filling or now scheduling spring spots that's what you should be great doing urgency. right now great urgency $500 off, you know, but don't actually give them $500 off. It just looks good. But here's the one thing that I've learned that people think about marketing is like, oh, I don't want to post that much on Facebook. It might annoy people. Like I heard that a lot over the last few few days and you know, a lot last week. And I don't understand that. Like when you're watching cable TV, you know, how many times do you see the same commercial in a 30-minute TV show? It's like every commercial break, it's like the same round yep. of commercials. That's yeah. advertising. You're supposed to get your message in front of people as often as possible. It, like like McDonald's has has no problem getting ba 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 and everybody's oh, head oh. over and over again. And I just thought of fries when you said that. They program each one of us. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. It's fries, yeah. The law... Of familiarity, it's a real thing. I'm telling yeah. you, the more you expose your name, your company name, your information, dude, you the, the first thing that anyone comes to mind whenever it's a floor or any sort of epoxy or decorative concrete, they're gonna think of you. Yeah. Don't. It's not a waste of time. That's I tell you. Okay, for instance, we'll, we'll spin it back to what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sales guys, they're like, ah, oh, I'm leaving like 80 percent voicemails. And I'm like, good because if they're listening to the voicemails, they're hearing your name, they're hearing the company name, yeah. and if they ever have a need, they'll be calling you because you're the one that they're used to hearing from. It's a phenomenon. It's 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 social science. It's a thing. People who like this who ask like John asking this question. It's like. You can never market yourself too much. And if anyone says that you can market yourself too much, I'll show you someone who's never going to achieve a high amount of success. Because if you look at the people with incredibly high levels of success in the business world, like um, you know the, the, the home goods and stuff like mm-hmm. that, the, the, the service industry like we're in, they are incredibly savvy when it comes to marketing. And if they aren't incredibly savvy, they hire somebody who is to then push that. That's the single most important aspect of a business is marketing. That's how you do everything. That's how you get the money to keep the lights on, to keep the people paid, to keep your bank account full. Marketing is the biggest thing that needs to be done, and it needs to take precedent over everything. Do you need a new grinder? Do you have an old one that still works? Do you really need to do that, or do you need to boost a post for 1000 Market. Market. Use everything you can. Spend everything second. Market your ass off until you have to buy a new grinder. Fill the pipeline until you can afford to get the equipment. 100%. I I just – the thing is people always like in the northern states where they have the free free stall cycle and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. they always ask. They're like, oh, when should I stop or taper? You never stop or taper. You just change the focus of your marketing is what you do. You focus on more of a metallic or or basement jobs in the winter, and you push equally as hard, but especially – at this point, it's almost it's getting close to March, about halfway through February. You should already have March booked mm-hmm. by now. Yeah. And if you don't Winter have flu by, yeah, you should have March booked. You should be booking into May right now. If you're really doing it right, you should have that many jobs because. 
the summertime, what do they say? They don't say we don't have off seasons. Yeah. We we have we don't reset, rebuild, we reload. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Reload. You reload. Just Re- keep fucking going. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people in this industry like winter hits and then they like they fill their calendar like a week ahead, maybe, you know? They they, they go on an estimate, they get a job, they try to get there the next day. You know, it's like it's so weird like you like people don't utilize a calendar. They don't utilize scheduling. Ninety percent of our customers buy per job. Yeah, but like when you're uh, like when you're that starting your, when you're starting your business, you should like you shouldn't even be trying to do work the first month. You should be trying to sit, fill your calendar for the following month. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it, it's exactly should, how you do it. Yeah, it, everything should be like planned in advance. Like it should be an addiction. And, yeah. the, and the thing is, it's like okay, like I, this analogy might piss people off because of drugs or whatever but it's like a drug addict dude like the drug addict will do anything to get money the, the thought of them not getting their fix is something that they can't possibly fathom they will move mountains if it means they get get the drug of choice that they want you need to approach business that way mm-hmm. every, every single day all day you need to just be thinking about setting appointments and closing deals and getting contracts signed and adding more don't even worry about when you add them just keep adding them adding them adding them and before you know it, you're gonna have so many jobs and like fuck i gotta get a new crew and then that's just how it's going to happen but you need to be addicted no one's going to stand in your way of you getting your calendar booked and that's how you need to force it like your life depended on it and if your life doesn't depend on it and you can't look like that you are never going to achieve high levels of success in this industry you're always going to be the guy that just gets by makes enough to be happy but if you want to be that ultra successful you need to attack it like a drug addict does every single day get your fucking appointments booked like a drug addict does don't yeah. do don't do drugs though. Biden should hand out day planners instead of crack pipes. How about that? What was that about? Oh, it's not. Wait, a fun, well, it's we'll not be, a fun podcast. Yeah, right. right, right. Um, sorry, yeah. sorry, no, you're fine. But crack is fun. I, I, I didn't even know that that was a thing. So yeah, we'll definitely have to dig on on that. Is that okay? Well, whatever. Yeah. We're sorry, John. John, market, market yourself all the market, time. Market, market. Like the other day, uh, I set up a fe- a FedEx um, analyzed our marketing. Yes, right? yes, and. He gets done with it and he goes, "Well, they just told me that we should not post on Facebook." So yeah, they told me. Yeah, I'm they told me to post one one time take a day. Goodbye. Piece of shit. We need to get rid of his acid. Yeah, anyways. we need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't Fuck even talk. We need to come up. Fucking with Rams win one Super Bowl. Let's have let's have uh, uh, Matt come in real quick. Yeah. No, him? he's no no. <laughs> have Devin. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's All just right. keep it us three. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Question two. This is from what, Ray. You, do, do you guys think? I mean, I think we adequately answered that oh, question. Oh, no. For just sure. shift your marketing. Yeah. Don't ever yeah. – don't take your foot off the gas. Always keep it down. Always err on the side of too just much. Just switch to outside stuff now. Yeah. And if, if everybody – Garage floors, porches, patios, pool decks, driveways, sidewalks. If anyone ever oh, says, impressive. hey, you post too much, you look them dead in the eyes and you say, shut the fuck, fuck up. Amen. And then you, yeah. you do it. Go ahead, Caleb. Sorry. No, you're fine. This is from Randy in Florida. Hey, Randy. Hey, guys. Love your show. Randy! It has really helped me with my business. How do you guys go about changing your schedule when weather issues arise? I am worried about packing my schedule and then having to deal with postponements due to weather. Um, Go ahead, Corey. Okay, so when when I was an installer, I scheduled it, and you had backups. It just always had a backup. So the day the day was always scheduled because you know it could say it's seventy percent chance of rain. You said Florida, right? Yep. So that could maybe be for thirty minutes. Right. Right. In Ohio, 
it's usually like it could be half the day. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is we had our normal day scheduled, and if we had a rain day, I already had on my – we had a big old cork board, right? And on the far left was rain day. So if a customer, you know, was upset about, like, some sealer not in one area or they had uh, – a crack in the concrete that they wanted to get fixed, or little jobs, nitpicky little stupid shit. Those were instantly taken care of on rain days. I like that. That's smart. Yeah, that that's fantastic. And actually, from like a, a methodical perspective, that's great and that's perfect. That's exactly how I would do it. Me is more of like a, a ownership and mindset type of approach. I would say is is if you're always upfront, and I we always harp on expectations with the customers, right? If you're in the investigative process or the, the process of delivering numbers and things like that, you need to be upfront about that and say, hey, look, it's an exterior job. It is going to happen. There are going to be times where our job is going to be pushed back because of rain delays. So I understand that this is might be something that is not ideal for you, but I need you to understand that in order to get this job booked, we're going to have some level of, of uh, flexibility on your end as well as ours. I mean, and you could be like three months out booking jobs for June and say, hey, it, it rains a lot in June. Here's the day, June 6th. We're going to go ahead and be out here and do it. But hey, if it does rain, I just want you to know that that's something that we can anticipate, we expect. We'll get you back on the calendar as soon as possible. But you need to just start softening that blow. Bring it up early and often. Say, hey, if it rains, you know, we will figure it out. Just set their expectations because if you get them so excited and then all of a sudden you haven't even brought up the possibility of a rain delay, they're going to be so, like, just let down and, and sad and then they'll do, well, fuck it, I'll just find someone else or, <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? But if you're constantly bringing up, hey, it is an exterior job. Moisture does play a huge role in what I do. Weather, depending, is exactly – it's important. Weather is everything in my line of work. So stay flexible and stay approach, and we're going to get that beautiful job done for you. But you just have to remain flexible with us. So his stance on it is a great process to deal with it. But mine's kind of like, hey, get at them mentally in the space where it is a possibility. Like it could rain, and they almost expect it to. I guess I misunderstood the question. No, you no, answered you it correctly. Said it. You, answered you, you it right. answered it correctly. I'm answering it in a different way. Oh, like, uh, get the fuck out. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and the, uh, there's a lot of people really. Hey, fuck you, dude. What are you doing? You're asking a fucking question, dude. Yeah, fuck get you. out. How do you fucking know? Get out. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> Man, well, just, just put in one order. I got fucking bitched out. It was like 300 bucks. It, was, uh, it wasn't. It was like a thousand, but. Uh, <laughs> cute man <laughs> sorry for making the money guys. <laughs> but, um, oh shit that's funny um do but you, no do you need I, us to reread the question I, so you actually know what the fuck you're I, talking well, about I, kinda, I have a good idea I, I'm okay. not, that, that sounds like the question's been answered um so i'm just gonna piggyback on like piggyback daddy ran, uh, <laughs> just in any industry i feel like a lot of people they they over promise or they try to make things sound better than what they're going to be to make the sale which you have to do to some extent but like it, it you, it's, it seems like people will try to like move mountains and do what they can't do to make a sale. Like they're promising a high gloss floor, they're promising it to be done in forty eight hours. They're they're over promising. It's a classic mistake. Like just be like you said. People appreciate transparency and honesty. It's going to end up getting you more deals. And if if you're over promising and you're real eager and stuff like that, people might even get turned off because it makes you seem oh, desperate. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the, to be turned on. Yeah. You know? the, a lot of the contractors 
do this and they're fucking scared of losing the job they, and they really gotta are. lose that fear yeah, yeah. you have to the, be they'll, okay. they'll start one job and not finish it to start another job because yeah. that person's mad to start another job mm-hmm. and they got three jobs going on and every person hates them yeah it's better and more efficient if you just start and finish the job and tell the person listen i'm at this job and i will get to you when this job is finished yeah I've had I've had contractors do that to me, and I will say, "Look, I know and understand what you're doing. Yeah, please do not come back to my home." Are you picking up that hitting of the table that he's doing every time? <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Just kidding. Finish the job you're at. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't come here for an hour and act like you did some shit, and then go somewhere else. Just finish the job you're at. I'm a human. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't, but it, it, you you guys will lose a lot of money if you start doing that. Yeah, you need to under-promise and over-deliver. And there's a lot, I've said it before, there's a lot of power in not needing a job or not even acting like you need or want the job. Yeah, you know? That's, so, I think, how I was successful because I'd just be like, this is what it is. This is, we're three months out. Yeah. Um, this, uh, I take check. Yeah, might be able to get you in earlier if somebody canceled. But yep. you know, if you if you want booked, we got to do this. If it now. rains, we're we're back a few days. So, but, but yeah, always remember just under promise and over deliver. Somebody wants a really really high gloss metallic floor. Don't promise a really really high gloss metallic floor. Yeah, it's be gonna, it's gonna be them. dolly. It's gonna be dulled <laughs> and it's gonna look like shit. Yeah, so tell be them, ready. Tell <laughs> them like just educate them like the pictures that you've seen of what you want. They're not fully complete in order to actually protect them. It is going to dull it down a little bit i cannot protect it if you want but you know just educate them and and let them know what's actually going to happen so you don't get a pissed off customer but the thing is too also people need to understand that there is a certain percentage of the population that is just they're never ever going to be fucking happy and they're always going to be mad about whatever you do so just understand that you're not as a business owner i understand and i i can appreciate wanting to make everyone happy but keep in mind you can't hold up the entire business because one person's just a fucking asshole and they're just not gonna no matter what you do you could bend over backwards and they're still not gonna be happy you understand so there is a certain part of the population i don't know we'll call it five percent of people that you come across in this field doing floors for them you're just gonna want to get that job done and they even if they say hey i'm not paying you fine it was a cheap price to pay to never have to deal with that person again so always don't go into it thinking everyone's gonna be all perfect and awesome to work with because that is just not gonna happen at all um, I mean, we hear from it every day. I mean, I get calls, people cussing me out every day because they're like, I, I put the poly down at 800 square feet a gallon and it didn't hold the flake. <laughs> like, well, because you're not supposed to do that. And they're just like, oh, fuck you, dude. And I'm yeah. like, okay. So yeah. just understand that there is going to be people, no matter how hard you work, how good you do, how transparent, how honest, how perfect you are, they ain't going to like you. You know? That's just how it is. So you need to accept that now other than looking in the mirror and thinking you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So um, I've, I've learned that, especially like in the service industry. <laughs> were you, were you going to continue? Oh, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> Every <laughs> week. But um, especially in the service industry, if you're in this industry, you're probably a people pleaser, but you, <laughs> kind of, you can't really – like there's a certain way you have to do business and that you're going to do business, and you can't change because a person seems nice or something like that. Like – 
with this rental property, I've realized like no matter what the price is, everybody's always going to ask me if the rent is negotiable and if they can like not pay the deposit. I'm like, no, you know, it's funny. Everybody, you, you found the tenant, right? I did get a tenant in there, but yeah, I they, went. They through, moved in. They're moving in tomorrow. Oh, nice. But did I you did, get all the money? Yeah, I do have all the money. Yes. First month's last month's I didn't and go the deposit first and last deposit month. I just did first, first month, month uh, deposit pet deposit and, oh uh, pets oh just, I'm sorry this one you told me to allow pets sorry <laughs> you said you <laughs> did tell him that <laughs> how much you charge it's only 120 uh, pound pit bull it was, bull. Uh, like, it was a 300 dollar pet deposit an extra 50 a month so oh, what the boy what are you like a <laughs> thousand for it or what. Uh, so rent. like the monthly rent's a ten thirty five, and then the twelve hundred deposit. But anyway, I, I went through like the the point of me bringing that up was because I had like seven or eight people that were like pretty interested in every, everything. Every single one of those per- people asked me like if I can lower the rent or if they can pay a little bit now and a little bit later. Like you'll end up getting yourself fucked, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I ever find a fucking property to invest in, I'll be able to feel those pains. <laughs> Can't find shit. It's okay. Kill we'll get myself. there, dude. I'm gonna kill myself. Hey, I'll sell you. A garden. I can't even I'll afford sell you one. A garden so. center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Sell you a building in Ada on two thirty-five. It's a great, out, great opportunity. Yeah, I, I have something to ask you oh, after shit. this podcast. I don't want to get into it right now because, like, it, oh, just do it right now. The Fuck brewery it. is it. You're not doing it, but somebody out. is. Somebody is though. Yep. Route 69. I'm yep. excited for that to open. It's the er- Ericsson's right. Yep. I'm excited for that. Yep. Yeah. No, it's gonna be cool. Yeah. They bought the old coal motor sales. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they're converting all that. It's gonna be sick. Yeah. Sick. All right, here we go. Question three from Rick in Arkansas. Hey. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Is that real? Arkansas. Ouch. <clears throat> what do you guys suggest using to keep track of your customer base? A buddy of mine suggested Salesforce, but when I reached oh, out, of, out that's to expensive. them, they, yeah, it says they wanted $2,000 a month. <laughs> Are there any cheaper options? This it, is probably a new listener because I think this kind of goes didn't back to... Didn't we do Facebook? This is our first tip of the week. It's like, yeah, one of our first yeah. episodes or something. So like Facebook, if you have a business page, they, they have a free... So everybody, if you're in business, you need a CRM. <laughs> CRM's in for Customer Relations Manager. It allows you to uh, keep track of all the people you talk to, what their phone numbers are, details about them, what they might be interested. That way you can always go back to those people or you're, you're not just like... It, keeping everything stored up in your head because like that's inefficient yeah, you're going to lose work. a lot of money doing that so uh, we posted a video on it a while back we should probably post it again but um yeah the facebook gives you a free crm to use and it's pretty in depth you know you can do a lot of stuff with it a lot of stuff <laughs> do a lot but one of the the cheaper CRMs would be Monday is what it's called. It's Monday CRM. I've actually seen that one before. Uh, it's relatively inexpensive. I don't have the exact pricing, but it's definitely not two thousand dollars a month. It's less than a hundred, I believe, uh, from what I've heard. Pipe Drive and the other one I wanted to bring up is HubSpot. Those are th- HubSpots. Those not are bad. Yeah, those are three CRM I'll options right there that are actually very inexpensive. Salesforce, although it's a great, it's a great CRM and a great company, but it's it's a lot more complex. It's for bigger companies yeah. that operate, um, like I've, fifty employees and stuff like yeah. that. More even more, I, when I worked. Yeah, at, we use a Verizon. When I worked at Big Ass uh, Fans in Kentucky out yeah. of college, that's what we used, and we had about eight hundred employees. So I mean, it was. 
and then the sales force made up about 300 of those. So, I mean, it was, it was very important to have that. Salesforce is fantastic, but unless you're, you know, a big, huge company, you really are going to be overspending on your CRM. But there's lists online, but those three are very good options. Yeah, everybody needs a CRM. I don't care what business oh, yeah. you're in, but you need to store information somewhere that's not your cell phone or your head. Or a piece of paper that you fucking lose every two days. So that too, yeah. it, It's insane, though, because there's actually statistics out there, and I think, like I said, I'm beating a dead horse here. I've said it before, but your profits will grow 30% year over year if you have a, a, a CRM that is actually properly maintained. You will not miss out on opportunities. That person tells you to call you in three months. You're not going to remember to call them in three months unless you have it in the CRM. Mm-hmm. Then you get a prompt. Hey, call this person. You're going to lose so much business that you forget about things that you want to do. It just keeps you honest. Do yourself a favor. If anything, I would say behind marketing, a good customer relationship management tool is going to be up top in most important parts of business, especially this industry. Yeah, two of the points that we covered today, like uh, we're all about like scheduling and the CRM schedule. will literally allow you to schedule everything. like uh, everything. Like it, you need, like Camden, need to call somebody in three months, just put it down. It will just notify you when that day comes up. It, you can set up a calendar on it. You have a, it'll give you a list of who you need to call, what you're going to do. It's, it's so important to keep a schedule and a calendar. That way you're not just flying by by the seat of your pants and that way you actually have a plan on how to attack your day go ahead and let one person see you unorganized and chaotic then they're going to tell five people and then they're going to tell people and just it takes one person to completely discredit your company yeah, they're just a shade they're just a they're they're unorganized chaotic company and nobody wants to work with that company have your shit together organize show up on time have a crm hey i know i did your floor three years ago mrs carrollton how's your kid is he still in rehab you can always write <laughs> those things down he's dead and that helps you build that wow. helps you build wow uh, that helps you build like i'm telling you dude the crm's amazing yeah. Oh, like yeah. when we use ours, we have a sharp spring is what we use. It's like, you know, I'll call customers and I'll be like, oh, I don't remember this guy that well. And then I'll notate. Oh, I talked about dogs and how he likes to mate dogs together and watch. He's kind of weird, but oh, well, he might <laughs> buy some epoxy. So I'm going to ask him what he's been watching lately. Gold retriever stuff. Um, yeah. So CRM, very important. Don't make the mistake of thinking you're that smart. Because trust me, nobody is nobody that is. smart to remember. You can't remember everything. No, uh, not at all. I mean, even I can't. And if you, uh, that's the bigger problem. If you can remember everything, you are not doing near enough. You're yeah. not, you're, if you can remember everything that you're currently working on, then you aren't doing enough at all. And you should probably get a job teaching third grade public school. Go on. You ready? Yeah, I think, I mean, do we adequately answer that question? I, I think so. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, all right. CRM. Bullshit question of the week. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. This one's kind of demented, so stay with me Uh-oh. here. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, no. <clears throat> would you that's rather. That's alley, I guess. Would you rather lose both of your legs, both of your arms, or one of each? What the fuck? Mm. One of each as long as they're opposite. Would you rather lose both your legs, or both your arms, or one of each? You have to pick one of the three. Simple, both my legs. Simple. Take take my right, my left hand, my left (laughs) arm, and my right hand. Why your left arm? It's Why are you, I'm what are you going to do with your I'm, right arm? I'm, I'm right hand dominant, so I can do more with my right well, hand. What are some things that you'd miss doing if you didn't have what your do you, right What do you do with your right hand? Well, what do you do? Huh? What do you do? What do, you do I would buy one of those freaking wheelchairs that are powered with tracks on it, and then I could <laughs> still Professor eat, Xavier. shoot, whatever. 
The, I would just miss driving if I didn't have it. No, you can get it. Fucking yeah, oh, the paddles. Yeah, yeah. I would do my left arm and my right leg. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah left yeah. arm, right leg. Yeah. And yeah. then because the prosthetics just are amazing. Just the visual of that. Yeah. Dude, the, the thing oh, is, yeah. Prosthetics. Prosthetics are unbelievable nowadays, yeah. dude. Like, I, fuck it. I, no, I'll okay. still be able to walk. No prosthetics. I can see Corey being well, the What? Am I fucking poor? Why am I getting Yeah. Excluded? You're fucking. You got to get a wood. You got to no be legs. like a, a pirate. <laughs> Corey with no legs is going to be rolling around in a dude, hover round. Dude, the family guy. He would look like Jabba the Hutt in three weeks. You wouldn't be able to burn off anything. Can <laughs> 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 just see him? It's like... like he's just like, roll I don't, I don't run now, <laughs> so what the... <laughs> yeah. But you walk, and that burns calories. Yeah. He has a, has a hover round with, like, a train horn on it. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> it have the truck nuts hanging off the back of it. <laughs> we'd be in my office talking. We'd hear his ass rolling down the hallway. We're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Here he comes. I put a diesel on it. Fucking call somebody. <laughs> Push. <laughs> I need new legs. <laughs> what about you, Caleb? Uh, wait, 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 wait. We still got to keep our wieners, right? Yep. If we lose, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Take legs, legs, right? Fuck it. Yeah. If yeah. I can't get prosthetics, yeah. then take my legs. Yeah, I'm taking the legs. I, I can't not have arms. I want my hands. Yeah. Just can't, I can't not have arms. Yeah, that would be fucked. Right? It'd be so awkward just having like one of each. Now, that to all really of you weird. listening out there with no arms or legs, we apologize for this segment. Sorry about that. I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. Disclaimer: uh, Easy Call Crew Supply and and uh, Sailmore Four Podcast equipment. does not condone any act of amputee pornography. <laughs> Unless you're into that, then right on, like Cody. Right on. Cody yeah. showed me some fucked up shit. <laughs> Cody's a sick puppy. Sick son of a bitch. I'm just kidding. He's very conservative. He hardly shows me any dirty stuff. That one video you did just send me, though, where that kid's afraid of his own scream had me die and laugh. He's like, oh! <laughs> He just kept screaming because he was afraid of his own fucking scream. I was dying laughing. That did made you me laugh like, a lot? Did you you sent that to my work phone? I'm yeah, pull I did. that shit up real quick. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah. So Caleb, what do you say? You take your legs? I take my legs off. Yeah. God, though, that would suck not to be able to walk. Suck ass. It would be rough not being able to walk. I just signed up for the Capital City Columbus Marathon oh, in October. Shit. Are you going to plan on running the whole thing? The whole fucking thing. 20-something miles. 26. 26. I'm, I'm going to start training for it. I mean, I'm eight months out, so I can't really train too rigorously, but I'm just going to start upping my mileage. I'm going to just start doing 20 miles a week. And then just gradually increase. And then three months out, I have a legitimate training plan that I can follow. Yeah. I talk to a lot of people that have run I might drive to Columbus. Uh, and they say, like, you can only really train for 10 miles. And then after that, you just, every, like, your sheer will will just mental. take over. Yeah, it's yeah. mental. They, they say that, yeah, they say, people say 10 miles. Some people say 15 miles, yeah. whatever. But regardless, there is going to come a point, no matter how hard I train, where it's just like, okay, like, you have to fucking do this. <laughs> that was funny as shit. But no, yeah, so. You're going to be that one runner that's running and he's just shitting down his leg. <laughs> yeah, like, I could do it. I yeah. could do it. I'm on I've mile always, four. I've <laughs> always said I wanted to do it. Just to say that I've, I've done it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and awesome. I fucking hate it's running. Huge that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I hate that's running. Props so that's to you. Why, that's why I'm like, fuck it, dude. I gotta challenge myself and do it. That's what I did when I, I lived in Cincinnati, man. I grew big old bitch tits. I was fat, and I was like, something's got to change. I was like, I gotta do something I don't like. So I trained for the Flying Pig Half Marathon, which at the time the most I'd ever run in a single time was like a mile and a half. Flying Pig, so you ate bacon and ran? No, oh. but it's the Flying Pig's dope. Boring, as fuck. pretty cool. Boring. But I I trained for four months. I lost fifty eight pounds. Holy wow! And I ran the half marathon, and I beat my time that I had set out, which was two hours. So I was like late six minute mile pace. Pretty good for yeah. that. For me, it was. I'm cramping just listening to you talk about Dude, that. And the thing about it was, though, I was so fucking gung-ho on doing this thing, I didn't even look at the terrain. I didn't drive the terrain. Yeah. Nothing. I didn't know it was going up through hills and shit, dude. Uh, 45%, 45% of the half marathon was on an incline. Yeah. Oh, I had no rough. idea. We'll I, did, I trained on a treadmill on a, on a track with oh a couple hills. God. So I was not prepared. It felt like someone was holding a fucking blowtorch in my calves. Yeah, Just quit. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm out. What <laughs> I don't understand is like, all right, I'm going to run the marathon. I'm going to pay them $65. Okay. I'm going to pay them $115 to run them. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm mile four in. Yeah. Did it. What's, what's the point? of life though if you don't challenge yourself yeah if you that's, ever that's right if you ever want to do a tough mu- <laughs> if you that's, ever want to do it that's right that's right hey challenge yourself be like fuck it i don't have to do this because like, i paid for yeah. it if you ever want to do a tough mutter count me in oh. i'll do i'll, I'll do, do a tough mutter, but those yeah. are i hear those are way easier than like a oh, marathon I'm sure be because it's like you marathon, jog with your yeah. buddies yeah. kind of do now yeah. I'm not saying it's not hard it's definitely probably hard yeah, oh, yeah. i tell you what if you guys want to come over this weekend and shovel stone no i'll do that i'll do that just shovel all the stone. I don't give a fuck. We're not even going like to get new, a skid loader. you have, like, new stone you need yeah, to Yeah, it's down, new or? stone, yeah. Like or his new barn. 17 <laughs> truckloads. That's a lot. Yeah. I'll use the loader. You guys use shovels. Okay. But I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that. You pay me $115 to do it. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where my life's getting too comfortable. Yeah. It's oh. too comfortable, so I, I have to put. I have to subject myself to a certain level of uncomfortability to uh, keep interest in living. I guess mm. is what it is. Because if I don't work towards You're something, kill yourself. Yes. Oh wow. Because if I don't work towards something, dude, I think I I'm feel there. Like I feel like I'm just like dying. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Well, we are. So the next eight. <laughs> mo- so the next eight months is going to be like like constantly weekly is gonna. I'm at, there's gonna come situations every week where I'm like. Yeah. So that's that. I mean, it sucks, but I think that's part of living. It is weird when your life gets comfortable and you're just like, oh, wait, like you have a, like you live comfort for comfortably for a while, and then you just like if something hits you, you're like, wait a second, like this this isn't good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, called a stroke. It's not. Yeah, that's <laughs> Running scares the shit out of me, so I'm gonna sign up for a fucking marathon and I'm gonna train for it. That's awesome, go. dude. Hey, right here. Hey, dude. You're that's fucking awesome. 115 dude. bucks, dude. Yeah. They're fucking rich. Man. 115 bucks to fucking run a marathon. Dude, bullshit. I will run it. I will pay somebody 115 bucks to run it for me. There you uh, go. Well, you should have just paid my fucking fee. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go, dude. I'm going to rock easy concrete shit. But at the yeah. end, at we the end up I get the pictures. Like I, I like make myself all red and hot. <laughs> I'm the one that gets to take the picture saying I did it. But the thing about the Capital City Marathon in Columbus, Ohio, is it's relatively flat terrain. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, it's not as gnarly as like the Flying Pig is. How many miles was it? 26.1. Are you going to get one of those bumper stickers? No, 26.2. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because 13.1. Yeah. 26.2 miles. And I'll be able to say. a full marathon. 
That is a full marathon. We'll do it twice. That's the, I mean, when you're done, just go, i got to do it again. i got to run going. back to my car. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe if I fall in love with it and train Uh-oh. properly. You're going to do the Boston Marathon, I could, bro. Well, no. Oh, dude, you have, dude, you have to have, like, uh, the, the craziest qualifying time. I don't even remember. I remember For I real? looked it up, dude. Like, just to even get into the Boston Marathon, like, you have to run, like, a six-minute pace the entire time. There's one Something of them. Something crazy. Did you know, York, like the maybe? person? Oh, I'm sorry, Caleb. No, go ahead. Uh, the person that it's won. Fine, Cody. The 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 Boston Marathon a while ago. Um, I, it has like the record time. Literally the entire time ran like a four and a half minute yep, mile or yep, some shit yep, like that. Yep. They get they actually have at the Arnold wow. Classic. They have a track that'll actually let you try Brooks like the running shoes on. Yeah. And you can run at the same pace he did for like a oh hundred yards. And I did it. And it, that's the pace he kept the entire twenty six miles. And I was out of breath dead uh. after. 100, 100 meters, 100 yeah, yards. That's like. absolutely It was fucking insane. insane. It, it, yeah. That blew my fucking mind. But I'm getting way too comfortable. I'm, I'm just fucking, I need to, something, I need to suck. Something needs to suck. And that's what it's going to be. Suck something. It reminds me off something. of that episode of Fresh Prince where Jeffrey runs a marathon and he has the taxi take him to like 100 yards before the finish line. He gets out and just starts running. <laughs> <laughs> wins the race. The, the, or the office when Michael Scott's trying to run for rabies. Yeah. <laughs> Cure for rabies. <laughs> He's, He's just throwing up there. <laughs> He's a shitload of pasta right before. <laughs> but, but dude, I'll never forget the feeling of fucking crossing the finish line after that. Oh, the feeling of achievement, it was just like a high. Yeah. It was like a legitimate like endorphin rush. Well, that, just, and there's like that actual runner's high. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. you. I achieved that in like three miles. Oh, okay. Like when the endorphins kick in. Yeah. When you train, you figure out when the endorphins kick in, your legs start to you feel better. And yeah. mine was always right around the three-mile mark. The first three miles, getting up and going kind of sucked, but then I hit mile three and I'd cruise for about five miles. And then the last five, six miles of that half marathon was like all uphill and it was a fucking nightmare. I threw up like three times, but I still beat my time. It was good. Yeah. I used to, the one thing I like about running is like, it's all purely a mental thing. Like I've gone like months without running before and like eating like shit. And I think like I'll always be able to run like two, three, four miles like straight. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's never a problem. Like it's just, you build that up in your mind and you can, you can always do it. Yeah. It's a lot of mental shit, but yeah, I'm pumped for it. You ever gotten like really baked and ran? Uh, Cody, it's, drugs are bad. That's illegal, uh, Cody. That's not, We're in the state that's of really awesome. I've tried it. I uh, like like <laughs> I, baked I goods. Cookies, you mean? Yeah. like good, good, good. Yeah. I've done it before, and but the thing is, the way it, that weed used to affect me when I was younger is like it make me. You thought you were running tired. from the cops? Incredibly <laughs> tired. Really? So it was it was hard for me to to really run for a long period of time. Some people like smoke bad weed, they get really bad active. Bad yeah. Which is Joe Rogan, dude. That's how I was. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I envy that. I yeah. would get, I would get like as high as possible. Then I would just like run. And wow. I would go to the Ottawa Metro. Maybe and that's what I need. For yeah. like an hour. It was great. Have sex with squirrels. All right, guys. Yeah. So, um, that is next funny. question. No, the no, questions, questions are done. Are uh, we actually are going to take a quick break. Then we're going to hit the tip of the, uh, the, the tip, tip of the iceberg. Thank you. Just the tip. Of the week. All right, everybody. The tip of the week this week. I've had a lot of customers uh, of mine and just people in the industry that I've become friends with where if I hit them with a financial question, it's insane the amount of people that that cannot answer that question. Like, uh, what's your current cost 
right now on doing a floor. And they'll say, oh, my material cost is this. And I say, oh, that's great. But like, what's your cost? You know, including your insurance, including your product, including the hourly rate that you pay each guy. And they are completely oblivious to the numbers. Why are you standing up? You're making me very nervous. Sorry, my leg hurts. Okay. (laughs) No. Uh, So (laughs) the thing that I'm trying to say here is, is you need to know your finances. As a business owner, you need to know where you're at at every point because there's a time that if you're not, you could be hemorrhaging money, losing money, and then come tax time, you realize, oh, shit, I've been losing money for the last three months with that last hire. I don't have enough work to keep my pipeline full, to keep my my profits going up, and it will help you keep your profit, your, your profit margin up where it needs to be. Know your margins on how much it costs to lay a floor, down to the square foot even. The more specific, the better. That'll help you because a lot of people, they're saying they can't get off charging X amount. If you know your true cost, you'll be wanting to charge more. You'll be motivated to charge more because you actually see it's easy to sit there and say, well, my cost per square foot's $1.80. Okay, great, but what's your cost per square foot after you factor in all the other things that I just mentioned? And nobody knows that number. Uh, If you do out there, though, kudos, because that's a huge step. So you need to know your numbers on uh, your cost for labor and everything like that. You need to have that factored in, and you need to have a margin that is able to sustain your business, whether that's 50%, 60%. But your profit margins are never as good as what you think because there are certain things that you're forgetting to account for. Shit, I even account the gas it takes to get to the job. Get as specific as possible because if you know those numbers, you're never going to get surprised. You're always going to grow, and you're always going to forecast in a way that's going to make it so your company's growing, not dying. It'll help you make educated decisions on whether or not you can afford to hire a new person, whether or not you can afford to buy a new grinder, whether or not you can afford to buy a new truck, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just important to know. Even customer acquisition fees, that's something that's very important as well. You need to know how much money you're putting into the marketing program and how much it is costing you to get one customer. You can do that in monthly segments like, okay, I spent X amount. I got this many jobs on this. That is your customer acquisition fee. You spent 100 bucks. You got four, four appointments or four floors scheduled for that month because of that $100. Your customer acquisition fees are 25 bucks. It costs you $25 to acquire a new customer. You need to know how much that is, and you need to get that number as low as humanly possible. Once you get to that level of operating your business, there's literally nothing that can hold you back. If you are running a business like that and you're actually motivated, please know your finances or else you are just screwing yourself over. Uh, Corey, as a business owner, do you have anything to add on knowing your finances? You know, <clears throat> if you could get like maybe QuickBooks online or something like that and just put in all the info, right? 100%. All the numbers, just put them in and the exact numbers. And then QuickBooks will even tell you, you know, where you're at, what you're doing, your margins, percentages. Um, if, if you don't have that, it's pretty easy to just do it longhand, right? With, you know, a calculator and a pen and paper. But the th- yeah, exactly. <clears throat> the, thing, the thing is, though, for me variable changes is very real like right like you know like like product material right now yeah like whenever your supplier hits you with a price increase you need to recalculate these yeah you can't a lot of these guys didn't raise their price and they're just upset that the price went up but they're losing money they probably don't even know how much money they're losing everything has went up i don't care if it's from toilet paper to shipping 
to pizza to every single thing everything. has went up in the last year. Everything. Everything. Inflation's crazy. Everything's crazy. You guys need to account for it. This isn't the future. This isn't the past. You know, you got to be you got to be forward thinking. You got to think in the future. And out of if you have to get seven dollars a floor and you know you have to get seven dollars a floor and you're a motivated individual, nothing's going to stop you. It's that mentality like you have to do it because a lot of you guys think you're doing great, but then you don't count in certain things that are costing you a lot of money and you're not doing as good as what you think you are or that you could be doing. So set yourself up in a way that if I ask you, hey, how much is your customer acquisition fees? Oh, right now we got, it was $15 last quarter, but we got it down to $6 this quarter. We found a more effective way to market and get can, get customers. That's fantastic. That's a huge advantage. Oh, what's your cost per square foot? Oh, well, right now we're roughly at about $3.86. We just hired a new guy, so that's going to go up to about $4.20, unfortunately. But we got a lot of work in the pipeline, so we'll be able to, we'll be able to account for that in off shift by getting more square footage covered. Those are conversations that you as a business owner need to have. And if you can't do what I just did right there, whenever someone asks you, you need to really take a day, figure everything out, write it down, get QuickBooks. It's not that expensive at all to just have the online version. And then that way you can always account for variable change when product prices increase, you add a new employee, um, all sorts of stuff. It's just you have to know your build invoices in your vehicle, on your phone, and print it. QuickBooks is or awesome. email. Yeah, it is very good. But, but uh, Cody, do you have anything to add? You're kind of sitting there like a goddamn Did Sam you fall asleep? Are you okay? You okay? I would just say to hire people also. Like, if you just don't want that much on their, on your plate and everything like that, make sure you have, like, a CPA, a, a wealth management Yeah, person. they'll help you. It, like, it's literally, they're, they're incentivized to help you. They make commission off of you, and they're going to want as much of your money working for you in the right ways as it can be. Um, so make sure you have somebody that you can know and trust that's going to handle, like, your taxes, your, your just all of that stuff. Hire hire you know, people that are professionals that. in that. All that. Field. They're literally pros at those things. So that's, all that. Like Steve Jobs said, Steve Jobs was not a genius. Yeah, Steve Jobs was just was just a a innovator. He's the Apple guy, right? He's the Apple guy. Yeah, he is quoted by saying he hires (laughs) people that are smarter than him, and he surrounds himself by intelligent people who are professionals at what they do, and that's how you elevate yourself and be successful. So you, as a business owner, you need to be able to do that. And in order to do that, you have to know your costs. Everything needs to be an educated decision, not fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and buy a new grinder today. Okay, hold up, pump the brakes. How much do you have in your bank account? How much are you making on each floor? Okay, well, that's just going to add to your cost per square foot. Do you really want to do that right now? You're already not making enough. You're making like 20% margins right now. You need to be upwards of 40. So you're working against yourself there. That's how you need to run your business. I'm not sitting here saying I'm some sort of business guru, but that's business 101. Know how much it costs to do Get a goddamn down floor. when you sell the job. Yeah, that too. Definitely do that. But it, it just, like I said, I wanted to get a tip. You guys need to know your numbers. Know where you're at at all phases. That guy wants a fucking raise to run your crew. All right, let me look at the numbers. That's all you need to do. I like it. I like that tip. Anyone else? It's very important. Good job, Dad. Oh, thanks, son. Okay. Well, anyway, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. We are going to be doing a uh, screw around episode here sometimes later this week, I'd imagine. Um, stay tuned. Cody's going to come out as transgender. Send more, and, send uh, more questions, <laughs> guys. Send more. <clears throat> yeah, keep coming uh, with questions. So thank you for listening, guys. Hope you have a good week and stay productive. Bye. Peace.